This episode of Red Cap Recap is brought to you by Bleach. Take your waterboarding to the next level with Bleach. Fade it out. Welcome back to the Red Cap Recap. I'm your host, Dick Burns. Happy to be here today. Join me is my partner in crime, Professor Mernonwood. Professor, do you copy? Copy loud and clear, Dick. A loud and clear, Dick. Absolutely. The way you like it. Well, Professor, how has your week been? You know, it was not too terribly shabby. I, I did have a fun fanny, fa- uh, fanny pack uh, club meeting that we got to have and we compared some things, but it was, it, it was not too eventful, but definitely nice. And yours, Dick? Was it a good one? It doesn't sound eventful at all, actually, on my end. Um, no, every, everything is good over here. Um, on paperwork for my fourth divorce is going swimmingly. So. Oh, excellent, excellent. The fourth one is always the charm. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, it's that time again to go through the Men and Tights Fantasy Football League. Do we have some doozies this week? Let's go ahead and jump into it. Our first matchup of the week, Kevin 2.0 struggling to show up against the great Cornholio, who have now cemented their place as first in their division. This Kevin 2.0 team is not going to put it together. We've been saying this for weeks. Uh, Let's focus first on the great Cornholios and how they uh, pulled together this win. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, I don't know who Fulgham is. I believe he was a practice squad member of the Eagles, but coming in with a 13.5 match out of him obviously did not hurt. Brandon Cook's coming back to life. But let's not forget the most glaring, obvious reason for his win, Jimmy Graham. Just kidding. No, it's Deshaun Watson, of course. 32 points. Coming back into great form, showing that he doesn't care about Bill O'Brien. And uh, even though they weren't able to get the dub in overtime, it was pretty nice to see a 335 four-touchdown performance from him. That's really good Absolutely. I mean, the great Cornholios, uh, maybe the pubes of Samson of this season, someone that um, has been slept on up to this point, has slowly and not really uh, in any flashy way uh, driven themselves to a 5-1 five and, five and one record. So they're, they're getting it done, uh, but never with the highest score of the week. Um, like you said, there's, you know, there's not a lot of sexy going on here with your flexes being Hawkinson and Fulgham. But uh, look, he's managing a team to victories, and that's what it takes. Absolutely. It doesn't hurt, though, that he's going against the Kevin 2.0, who should probably be known as Easy Dub for you this particular season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is going to be a broken record, but let's break down this team and, and the lack of performance that they show. Right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I see why you feel the need to start... Andy Dalton, because you had Dak, and you uh, don't want to let that go away. Of course, you expect a better performance out of Alexander Madison. Julio coming to play for the first time in a long time, coming back from injury and and coming back with with veracity. Um, Other than that, the rest of the team completely crapped the bed. Even starting LaMichael Pirine, I think that's hysterical because he got basically what you would expect out of Le'Veon Bell. Well, uh, well, I mean, look at this. If I get the whole want to start Andy Dalton, but if your quarterback can't beat your defense, 
If your quarterback <laughs> can't put more points than your defense, and you started the Miami defense, that wasn't a good start. So, yeah, I mean, all around here, the only highlight was Julio Jones putting up 25.7 points toward a, your total of 67. I mean, that is a very, <laughs> very weak week. Um, and it doesn't look like there's a whole lot on the uh, – the uh, the roster here on the bench for, for, for him to rely on in the future is just going to continue to be shit show after shit show. Absolutely. Uh, I, I I mean, he got Boone. That's, I just, oh, it's an awful team in every way, shape, and form. It is, it really hurts to look at. We should move along. Absolutely. Next up, we have Team Hüster putting 91 points and absolutely demolishing demolishing the Westerosi fear boners who couldn't even score more points than the team that we just fucking crushed <laughs> 55 points are you shitting me what is going i mean team horster had a, a, two players on bye <laughs> didn't give a fuck no fucks given Okay, let, let's talk about Team Hooster, and then let's spend a long time looking at these fear <laughs> boners and dissecting every mistake that this owner has ever made since inception. Right, right. or conception for that matter. Uh, no, Matt Ryan obviously going off hand-bone, having a great four-touchdown outing. Justin Jefferson, just, yes, yes, you got rookies in, C.D. Lamb and Justin Jefferson to make up for your Emmanuel Sanders pick. And boy, did he pick the right people to do it. Um, and honestly, that that was the biggest thing out of him was the fact that he had Nixon coming to a little bit of you know, average, which you would expect about 13 points from him. But Justin Jefferson with 166 two-touchdown performance and Matthew Ryan with a 31.64 performance. Those two alone were more than what the fest, the Westerosi fear boners were able to put up. <laughs> he had I mean, two people on by. He had two people on by. Ugh. Uh, the ultimate sign of disrespect. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There was zero fear in Team Hooster when he looked at the boner on the opposing team. <laughs> he may not have even seen it. He didn't start what? players. He may not even know. He may have thought this was a complete bye week for him, and it was. Right, I'm positive it was. Exactly, I'm, I'm positive he thought it was a bye week. Well, talk he to was, me about talk to me about these fear boners. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dick. Um, the good on news paper, is, on paper. Okay, on paper. I mean, who would have thought that Robbie Anderson was going to be the wide receiver one for the Panthers? I see the starting that. Cooper Cup, you expect more than. Mark Ingram, you expect more than a two-point outing. Kareem Hunt, now that he does not have to, to fight off uh, Chubb anymore, he's able to go out and still does not have a good performance. Aaron Rodgers, oh my, a, a 3.8 performance. The only life that he has in his roster is the, the Chase Claypool, which that rookie has just been a sensation. Might be the only salvaging thing for him this season. Uh, the good news is that Darren Fells, his starting tight end, is no longer, uh, it was the highest scorer of his week, is no longer on his roster because he made room for Antonio Brown. This guy is just the best. 
Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of hope going on here. This is uh, somebody that every team is, is going to be excited to see as their opponent week after week. The Fear Boners, they're going to put up more points than 55 when you have Kareem Hunt, Aaron Rodgers, Cooper Cup. Um, they're going to give you better performances this week, but this team is being poorly managed, and there may not be hope. Right. you got to get your people and tell them to get together. Aaron Rodgers, we need you to be a leader, not a 3.8 performance. You slap him a little bit, and you tell him to go to work. You do something. Yes. I mean, I, when I slap it around a little bit, it stands up. <laughs> oh, no, yes, yes. Not in the winter, but of course. Moving on, next matchup, we have Hip Hip Murray. Just not able to put it together against Team Poop, who came back and rallied with a 112-point week. Oh, how the tables have turned this season. This Team Poop, they're looking like the real deal. Tell me about this team, and, and what do we see in the future? Well, obviously, Kenyon Drake, with his very last-minute 70-yard touchdown, um, was great for him in, in helping to secure this already uh, easy win. Easy win, of course. Um, I I really like his team. I think that there is a lot of potential on him. I don't... I mean, I, I like his team. I think that it's it's got a lot of potential. I think that he will keep putting together 100-plus point weeks. And uh, he's definitely a team to watch out for. And on the other side here, and, and, and mind you, 112 <laughs> points with a couple of key people on by. Um, so that, you know, it, it's when you, when you have buys that are hitting the team and you're still able to put up a hundred plus points, uh, in the standard scoring format, that that's a, a positive sign that, um, you have enough depth to, to continue to be competitive, even if you have some, um, adversity later on in the season. So, um, but speaking of adversity, hip hip Murray, he, 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 he can't deal with, he can't deal with the level of adversity that he's been dealt this season. And I don't blame the man, uh, but I blame him. Right. It's still right. his team. He's still a manager. He has to figure out a way to get more points than this. Um, th this is just absolute trash. Talk, talk to me about this team. Right. I mean, obviously it's never an ideal situation when you have Christian McCaffrey and Nick Chubb being out. But when you're forced to start Brian Hill and Mike Davis, that's that's got to hurt. That's that's got to not feel very good. Obviously, you expect Judy to have better games. I think Golden Tate is, you know, good for you for starting him. I guess Kyler Murray finally putting some points up there with a a very nice win against a high school football team, uh, like he consistently does. Um, I expect more out of Evans. I expect more out of OBJ, but. 61 points is not a good... That's obviously not going to get it done. It would have gotten it done against like, the Fear Boners or the Kevin 2.0s, but it's not going to get it done against most teams in this league. Agreed. Absolutely. And moving on to our next matchup, here we have the Chewbacca defense showing up in all of their glory. Yet again, highest scores of the week, 129 points. Um, just absolutely slapping around Tanking for Tua, who was able to put up 101, uh, something that we did not think Tanking for Tua was capable of doing. Uh, but unfortunately, it just wasn't even close. It wasn't even within a margin that made this one interesting to watch. Uh, Chewbacca defense just pretty much owning it the whole way through. Um, let, let's let's take a second and, and highlight Tanking for Tua putting up 100 points. Is this a uh, um, anomaly 
for, for what to expect, or did they you know, finally make some changes that are going to prove long-term? I don't think you can expect too terribly many two-touchdown outings out of A.J. Brown. Um, I do expect Tyree Kill to have better games. I don't expect too many two-touchdowns out of Kelsey. Not that that's not in his wheelhouse, just not consistently. Definitely not looking for two-touchdown performances out of Swift. Um, I, I think the only thing that's consistent about this team is that no matter who he starts as quarterback, it's going to be the incorrect one. <laughs> well, that that is something that he's struggled with and, and will continue to struggle with. Getting Devontae Adams back is obviously going to be great for this team um, and A.J. Brown, right? So a couple of uh, studly wide receivers um, struggling with injuries early in the season. Um, you know, I, I think he'll be more competitive uh, than he was, but you're right. I, you know, This 100 points is still probably looking like ceiling. Um, oh, where we sure. turn around and look at 129 for the Chewbacca defense, that may be his average for this season. Honestly, you're absolutely right. It's just, it doesn't matter who it is, because DeAndre Hopkins only had a 7.3-point game, but when Derrick Henry goes off for 200 yards and two touchdowns, it's it, it doesn't matter. He's finding inconsistency in certain players, but the other players are picking up the slot, just, just making sure, I mean... For goodness sakes, his defense was able to get 19 points. It seems like no matter what happens, this team is going to find a way to win. And it's just remarkable watching it. And this is the Midas touch, right? Where it, you you know the points are coming. You can't necessarily say who on this squad is going to be putting them up each week. It's, it's not um, the pews of Samson relying on the Lamar Jackson-Mark Andrews combo every week being the, the differentiator there, right? Um, the, the Mike, Michael Thomas, Lamar Jackson winning their position weekly for him. This is being spread out, but you know, to have the play, the pieces and the players that are able to do this week over week, even if it's them taking turns doing it, that this is how you put together a team, right? And he's, like you said, found consistency and inconsistency. So yeah, uh, the Chewbacca defense is, um, definitely the highlight of this league as of right now and is bringing in the heat every week. Um, speaking of heat, the, all the heat left in this next matchup, um, <laughs> the Kansas City Queefs just barely squeaking out of victory over the pubes of Samson, who honestly had a, had a very poor showing. Um, 85 points for the Queefs, not a bad week for them. 83 <laughs> points for the pubes, that's one he's going to wish that he had back and uh, had made some better decisions on. Um, let's start with the winner. Let's look at the Queefs. How did they pull it off? Um, and, you know, obviously 85 would have been a winning score for several of the teams this this week. Um, <laughs> but is this something that he can continue to put up? Well, the good thing is, is he managed to make, make this win, this victory, without Russell Wilson, who is definitely the best player on his team. Um, it's nice to see Kittle going and having a good showing. Uh Ronald Jones, of course, busting out with a 24-pointer. Miles Gaskin uh, was a fantastic ad that he was able to get and has pretty much been a consistent 10-plus point uh, play, which is just something that, I mean, let's be real, the Queefs did not have many of those going into this season. So being able to see him uh, put together a squad that was able to win is, honestly, I think this is, if he can hit 85, he should have a masturbatory celebration about that because I don't expect that to happen regularly. However, he does keep putting together the wins. He keeps putting the, the wins up against people that I would not have pegged him to beat. So props what props is due, especially in the wins. Um, getting back Russell Wilson is obviously going to be a big help, but 
I don't really see anyone else on his bench that I even remotely like. Yeah, and, and you know the Melvin Gordon illness um, allowing Philip Lindsay to get the bulk there help this week. Um, that's something that's probably not going to be there week over week. Um, but getting Russell Wilson back will probably take care of that, right? We'll, we'll make up for that the gap that exists there. So, um, yeah, in, in, interesting to, to watch the Queefs and, and how competitive they stay in these future matchups. Um, as for the Pubes, you know, where did this team go wrong and, and what can, can this team do to try to be competitive in the future as they were uh, starting to, to create some separation in the division? But um, similar to the NFC East, it's, it's back to anybody's game here. Of course, of course. Um, one thing that will help, I, I presume Le'Veon Bell being on the Chiefs is going to be an asset, kind of like a Kareem Hunt uh, one-two punch with Chubb. Um, lots of upside. I think Calvin Ridley, obviously, I, I, I think his lineup, he's not too concerned. He had a bad showing with it. Um, obviously Andrews usually gets more than just two points. Uh, and when you get Michael Thomas back from not having fights at practice, I, I imagine there to be just back to a staple that he's going to be able to rely on and using regularly. And uh, I don't see too terribly many losses in his future. Yeah, I agree with you. This is a, a tough week for him, but there were some bye weeks um, that were affecting this team. Um, you know, McKinnon will, uh, though he's been inconsistent the past two weeks with another Mostert injury, will hopefully be able to continue to add depth and value uh, for this squad. So I, I'm not super worried for the pubes. Tough week, but uh, I still see them being competitive moving forward. Uh, which brings us to our matchup of the week. And if we thought the Queef squeaked out a victory. Boy, do you have something coming. <laughs> because Sikwan Jacobs defeating another year, another L, what some people would call a complete smackdown. <laughs> 78.5 points to another year, another L, 77.6 points. We're talking less than a point here and different scoring. What a nail-biter. Talk to me about this team. You've been saying it all along. Another year, another L is a mirage. Uh, what they were putting together at the beginning was an outlier, and I, I wasn't seeing it, but they're, they're proving me wrong on this one. Talk to me about another year, another L, and uh, wh- what is the future going to look like? Is, it, is it this trajectory going to continue to go down, or are they going to be able to bounce back up? Well, after a very strong start, uh, people are able to stop figuring out what this team was putting together. Uh, losing most it to the IR uh, is, is never a good sign. Obviously, it's nice to see Fuller getting engaged, but Deshaun Watson has not been having those type of games where he's busting out that many yards, so I don't know the consistency you can expect in that. Uh, Keenan Cole, I think that's always interesting seeing him play out there because usually you would expect DJ Chark uh, to be fine and not get injured in the second quarter. Um, I mean, I think it goes back to what, uh, what we've been discussing all year. You live by the Bulls. I'm sorry, the Bills, the bullish Bills. You live by the Bills, and you will die by the Bills. And that's exactly what he did. It seems like it would have been beneficial to just not start defense, because that's the biggest thing that he did that was just absolutely foolish. Yeah, yeah, I I agree there. That defensive start getting him negative four, that's going to hurt, knowing that the the margin here that he lost is is so small. Um, Sikwama Jacobs, not looking great, but good enough to get the W. (laughs) 
Right, right. Uh, I've been told by a, the a very, very famous theologian that it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning is winning. And uh, pulling it off with less than a point win is, is just oh so sweet when it comes to a team that um, was definitely uh, had a better record going into this. And Saquon, my Jacobs felt like they were the better team. They came in and it's it's very fascinating to see a game where Juju Smith-Schuster got less than a point. Um, but Clyde Edwards-Halea, or otherwise known as Kareem Hunt, uh, still not being able to find the end zone, but 160 yards. It, it's almost like he's taking it personal that someone decided to sign Le'Veon Bell. Um, other than that, I, I think pretty average performance out of a lot of the players. It's nice to see Golladay getting about a 10-point uh, game. Hayden Hurst usually doesn't get a touchdown. Uh, so it's it's it definitely all came together at the best uh, the most notable thing that is the most exciting thing is, of course, the last game of the matchup was the Kansas City Chiefs uh, against the Buffalo Bills. And the uh, the Allen interception lost two points for another year, another L, and it gave those two points to the Saquon My Jacobs. That the four-point turnaround just really sealed it in, and, uh, of course, ejaculation occurred. Oh, I can only imagine being there and watching that live. That is why we play fantasy football, good sir. So, great. Another another great week for the teams. Uh, let's go ahead and look at our predictions coming up for the next season. First up, we have Team Hooster taking on the Pubes of Samson, hoping to uh, come back and uh, you know make a better stay for, for what they mistaked on last week. Well, uh, I'm positive... Uh, that Team Hoister will make sure to update his lineup this time around. And uh, I imagine him to be able to stick it to the pubes uh, hard. Yeah, no, I, I see Team Hoister not caring about this league, not updating his roster. And even if he did, the pubes get take this one home. Next up, we have Chewbacca Devins versus Another Year, Another L. Right, uh, obviously, I, I, I'm... Thinking the Chewbacca defense is just going to gung-ho all over another year, another L, giving him another L. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take the underdog. I'm going to take another year, another L, live by the Bills, die by the Bills. When the Bills play the Jets, <laughs> that's some good living. So give, give me another year, another L this week for the upset. Kevin 2.0 taking on the West. Do we have to have this game? Oh, it's, Does this know, game have to happen? I mean... Yes, it's. It just hurts to watch it. It hurts to hear about it. I. Kevin two point or fear boners. It's it's it's. I gotta go with the boners, but. Uh, it it wouldn't surprise me if somehow they both find a way to lose. <laughs> yeah, the, and we will have our first tie of the season <laughs> with neither team playing. Uh, give me boners as well. Saquon McJacobs versus Hip Hip Murray. Uh, I'm going to actually stick with the hot hand and Saquon my Jacobs. I think that he's finally getting his act together. Hopefully his team can pull through. And uh, until you get C-Mac back, I don't see Hip Hip Murray um, making too many Ws. Yeah, give me Hip Hip Murray on this one. Uh, great Cornholio versus the Queefs. Oh, 
obviously the Cornholios, I'm just kidding. The Queefs, again, I think will average right around that 85-point threshold. And though they've had some really great wins and some nail-biters at the end, the Cornholios have just been on a heater, and I don't expect them to slow down. No, and it's looking like almost all their players have good matchups. Give me Cornholio. Tanking for Tua versus Team Poop. Well, actually, this is a fantastic situation because of Tua being able to actually start this week is what they say. Uh, so it seems kind of weird that they'll be tanking for him. However, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go with Poop with the upset. I haven't seen tanking for Tua make a win yet, and I don't expect it to start now. Yeah, Lockett in Arizona, Woods in Chicago. Um, go ahead and give me that. If I think he's going to have to find another quarterback. I don't think I'm starting Tannehill versus Pittsburgh with the way that defense has been playing, but give me Team Poop to make it happen. For sure. Excellent. Well, that'll wrap up the episode, Professor. As always, I appreciate your words of wisdom. And to all of our listeners, go fuck yourself. Mm. <laughs>